Inside Track. As always, I'm joined by Simon and Temi. In this podcast, we are going to be talking about the Arsenal-Man United game at the weekend, which finished 2-1 to Man United. Um, it was quite an eventful game. Uh, Temi, United fan, let's start with you. How did you how did you rate the game? Well, I think it was a pretty exciting game. I really enjoyed the game, even though I was on the edge of my seat at times. Could be, <laughs> had my eyes shut at times. Um, <laughs> I do feel we was lucky to win that game, if I'm honest with you. I, I think Arsenal, they actually started really, really well. You know, they came out, they actually, you know, gave it, gave it a go. But it was just down to poor finishing as to why they weren't 3-0 up or so by half time. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, we held in there. Um, bearing in mind we had a depleted defence. I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, we held in there. And um, eventually we showed, you know, how to beat Arsenal. Like, which is which loads of teams know how to do like nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Who hasn't been Arsenal at some point? Yeah, go on. Yeah, for, yeah, right. we, we just basically sucked them in and caught them on the counter. And at times it did really look bad on Arsenal. On paper, it, the United defence, I don't really know what you'd call a strong United defence at the moment, but it looked quite weak and it was quite, because he played three at the back, didn't he? It looked even weaker when Luke Shaw went off and he put Ashley Young on the left side. Yeah. Um, but he, there's, there's something, there's, that's something like 41 injuries now that Man United have had since the beginning of the season. That's got to be worrying, hasn't it? You too, as fans? I think the physio must be on overtime. You, just, you, you wonder what <laughs> they're actually doing to these players. To be fair, some of the injuries have been, you know, have come on international duty. Yeah, agreed, agreed. But only a very few amount. It does seem to be your players seem to just break down in the middle of games sometimes. I don't know if they've been overworked in training. I mean, that's a separate issue altogether. Um, but if it, the sound of it, it sounds like David Moyes worked them harder last season, and there wasn't this much injuries. It's just it's just bizarre that you're getting so many injuries. But um, I think it's just our pot luck, really. You're just getting really unlucky. But I, I, I think I think the same as Timmy. I think I think fair play. You got to give United a bit of credit, I think, because Arsenal did come out all guns blazing. And to be fair, Jack Wilshere, uh, Danny Welbeck, you know they should have scored. I mean, I think De Gea kept you in the half, in the match rather in that half. He was, you know, showing what a top goalkeeper that boy's becoming. But second half. I think United exposed Arsenal for what they really are. And the fact that Arsenal are an impatient team that attack to... They go too gung-ho. Well, they have, well, you, can only, you can only do what your manager told you to do. But that's right. But I, mean, I, mean, I mean, if you're coming up against a back line of McNair, Blackett and Chris Smalling... I mean, if, if you're Danny Welbeck, Alexis Sanchez, mate, you're looking at that and you're licking your lips. You're thinking, you know, well, hey... You know, let's get a few goal bonuses here, you know. But Arsenal, Arsenal needs to look at themselves a little bit because United were breaking with basically just Rooney, Van Persie, and Di Maria. And at times it was three versus three, three versus four, you know. For, for, for United's second goal where Rooney scored, I mean, I was I was I was gobsmacked at what I saw. Villani gets picks up the knock ball. And he plays one pass into Rooney, into Di Maria, sorry, and it cuts out nine players, nine of Arsenal's players. 
that's just to the halfway line. Which leaves one defender at the back with against Di Maria and Rooney. And you're going to have one, one outcome in that scenario. Well, the thing, you know, I mean, the stats don't lie at the end of the day. Arsenal dominance was, was clear. They had 61% possession, 23 shots, 9 on target. And United had 12 shots and 2 on target. Only one stat that matters, though, and that's the final score. There you go. I know the final score matters, but I don't think United played good. They didn't play well at all. Well, what's your feeling on, on, on United this season in terms of playing? I mean, I mean, to be fair, Van Hal's had, had 12 games now. Do you, do you see it improving? If I'm honest with you, the team, the team looked very soft. Like, if I'm honestly and truthfully, like, I do see what Van Gaal is trying to do, like, in terms of his philosophy. I, I like the style of football in which he's trying to play. Like, you know, the, the build up play, um, Attacking, passing, I, I, I like all that kind of stuff. But you know, going back into the, into the last few matches, what's the point in trying to implement a philosophy? It, sorry, philosophy into players that you know they're not that comfortable with it. If you get what I'm saying, so you know, you take the likes of Marouane Fellaini. Don't get me wrong, he's been fantastic for us the last few games, but, you know, you're, you're asking him to play in a, a philosophy that he's not necessarily comfortable with. Well, for I me, think... for me, the players that suit the philosophy that he's trying to play, where we play our best football, is Matt, when Mata Herrera and Di Maria are on the field. Doesn't fancy that, the... though, does he? He doesn't. He doesn't fancy that, and Mata's... Record at United is actually very decent in terms of goals. His goal ratio, goals and assists, is, is very decent. But why is it? But it, but it is because of Wayne Rooney. We we called this at the beginning of the season that Matt when Matt wasn't going to get a look in because it, as soon as he said that Wayne Rooney isn't an out and out striker, you knew that Wayne Matt's days they, they were done. Mm. You know, the thing is, you know. You know, we're going back to the philosophy. It's, you know, it's something that um, the players, have, yeah, they've got to adapt to and get used to. I think, you know, Temi's right. We have got the players in, like Herrera and Mata and Di Maria. That, is, but I mean, you know, what do you think Van Hal's thinking now? You know, do you reckon he's settled? Has he got a settled eleven now? And has he got a settled eleven? Oh, he thinks he God can. No. He, he can doesn't know his best eleven. He hasn't. He, he needs. He needs. He needs. He needs most of his squad fit to know his first eleven. He's probably got plenty of ideas. He's not been able to implement because of all the injuries. United have been unlucky. But with that said, yeah, with, yeah, with, they, with, they have. They have. But that still doesn't change the fact that why are you asking players to play a certain type of way that they are not comfortable with? For me. Fair enough. I appreciate the philosophy he's trying to implement, but players such as Antonio Valencia, Fellaini, they don't, they're not going to fit into that philosophy. Agreed. So it's either, you, it's either you play the players that's going to fit the philosophy or you, you scrap the philosophy altogether. There's no point playing these players now and saying, oh, yeah, they have to fit my philosophy, but <laughs> if they can't play that, if they can't play that way, you, you can't force it. 
no, I, I, do, I do get what you're saying there, Timmy. But the one thing that strikes me, I mean, if we were going to talk about Van Hal and, and his team selection, his tactics so far, you'd probably say that he's a manager who at the moment seems very indecisive, would you not? I think he can't settle on he can't settle on a formation. He does he does alternate. I mean, as as players, you train you train to the, the formation you're going to play and what position you're going to play. It's got to be very hard for players who have been so used to playing either you know a four two three one or four four two or four four one one, and then all of a sudden being asked to play three five two, five three two, four one two one two. You know, it, it, it's, it's got to be... I, I wonder sometimes whether or not Van Hal puts too much information into players. Possibly. The thing is, you look at our pre-season, though, just going back to that, we had a comfortable pre-season. Maybe, Can't take anything from that, though, Tom. No, but, you know, maybe he thought that, you know, the performances and the structure was working. I know it's not obviously not the same level as a Premier League game, but, you know, you, you do take things out of pre-season. I think he plans to play 3-5-2 from the beginning of the season. But because yeah, of injuries really and stuff... It wasn't working, was it? No, it, it wasn't working. Uh, I, but I think he still plans to go back to that once all the personnel are fit. Well, I, I don't agree with that. I'll tell, tell you what, Sammy, I'll ask you this one as a United fan. Just for argument's sake, say, you know, go back a season, say you had Vidic and Ferdinand in that team as, as well. Would a three at the back have worked, even with two solid defenders? Are you basically saying that if you have two top quality ball playing defenders? Well, yeah. What I'm trying, what I'm trying to get at is if we had the three defenders at the back. So just take names out of it, for example. Say we have three solid centre backs. Uh, would it work? Would the three-five-two still work with the team's with team structure? Do you think? No, because I don't. I don't think it's just just that where you're struggling. Now, so that's what I'm trying to say. Do you think, do you, either of you think that it would still work even if we had? No, I mean, I, 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 I was actually having a little chat with Timmy about this today. Actually, I, I think United, you know, Bar Di Maria, they lack a bit of pace in their exactly. forwards now. That's, that's why I was saying, I think another winger will be be ideal. Like I see United are linked with the likes of. Um, Shakiri from Bayern. I, I think that would be a good signing. Because we, we need. Would you take would you take pace. a winger over a centre back? Would you take a winger over a centre back? Not at this moment, no. Okay. Well, look, it, it's it's difficult. Look, we will hear and we will question. We'll, we'll sound like we're bow mouthing United and like you know where they're falling short and stuff. Then. United are sitting in fourth place currently after all these troubles and all these injuries. Well, that's it. I mean, the, you're sitting in fourth place, but honestly, from the bottom of your heart, can you say they're going to remain there comfortably? Well, look, I said at the beginning of the season, and I said this to both of you, oh, okay. look, I, they, they I think you'll get, get top, top four. They may get top four, but are they going to remain there comfortably? I think what you've also got to look at, though. No, that, that's what I want to know. Like that's all. Well, I want okay, to... okay. What well, comfortably? No, because because the Premier League's too good a league for anyone to sit in fourth place well, comfortably. Sorry, I'm sorry, Chelsea. I said fourth place. I said fourth place, Chelsea, not top. Chelsea remained, Chelsea remained in the Champions League spots for the majority of the season. Didn't yeah. They? yeah, but we've got, yeah, but we've got a settled squad. The squad wasn't as good last year, though. No, it wasn't. 
It wasn't. That, so that, what I'm trying to say is, if we're going to struggle to remain in the Champions League spots, then that means, what, come next summer, because I know if we do qualify for Europe, I'm looking at it as, you know, when we do qualify, if we do qualify for Europe, we're going to have to invest heavily in the squad again, just so we can challenge for the title, because I can't, say that, oh, mm. if we get Champions League, we're not going to try and qualify for the title next season. So that means how how far are we away from, you know, getting the success that we once had? If we're struggling so hard to get Champions League at this moment... Yeah, but you're, you, you, you're not going to be a title-challenging team for a couple of years yet. Basically, I think when people talk about... Transition, that word's used too loosely in football these days, I think. But at United, I do believe there is a transition. And as United fans, you've been so used to success. That, that, that's part of the problem here. As fans, you've been so used to success that you haven't known anything. You haven't known anything like this as a fan before. So, so, so it's probably tough for you because you're used to You're Man United. You should be winning the league. You should be... Yeah, challenging for the Champions League and that every year, but you're not. But if, if if you think honestly down in your heart, you don't think United will be back in the Champions League and challenging for titles again in the next three four years, then you're crazy. No, it's I, 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 no, if you're putting the next three four years, yeah, I I think they will be. But I'm saying, if we've agreed that they're struggling for champions to be maintain themselves in those Champions League spots at this moment in time. Because bearing in mind, Van Gaal is there for three years. Yeah. I can't see him saying to himself he's not going to try and challenge for the title next year. Do you think Van Gaal will see, think, see the three I years think, up? I, me, me personally, I think the goal was qualify for Europe this year, challenge for the title the next year, and try and win the Champions League the third year. Yeah, no, look, look, I'm not disagreeing that's what with I, you there. Well, I think you And if that's what it was, if we agreed that the team was struggling for the Champions League spots at this moment in time, how far are they away from getting a squad that will challenge for the title? That's all I want to know. Well, look, mate, we, we don't know that now, but you're not far off it. Mm. Come on. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be one of those. I think this season is probably a write-off for Man United. I think. Oh, come on, boys. You know, well, when I say write-off, I've I mean. I've just seen two more pessimistic <laughs> United fans in my life than yeah, you two. Do you know that? Is, but the thing is, you've got to see, like, the bottom yeah, line but, is. Yeah, this, you, you're saying you're 12, you're 12 games in. You're saying we're 12 games in. We've only won five pessimistic. out of four. And the thing is, the bottom line is, we need to replace our defence, and that means ploughing more money. And to be honest with you, we, you know, like, it, it, I don't, it seems a bit of a get out having to do that. And I suppose, as a United fan, it feels like it's like a bit of a cheap get out to have to plough loads of money into. Okay, look, team. Tom, we've always me. had a structured team. One word answer, okay? Don't go into it. One word answer. Do we agree that Van Howe's, um Main priority this year was to get top four for United. Yes or no? Yes. Timmy? Timmy? <laughs> and I have more than one word? No. No. One word. No. Oh. Well, look. For me, he is. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you I'll what. And all I'm going to say is that currently he's sitting in fourth place. 
I think I think United's expectations were to get the top four, but Van Gaal as a person, seeing the type of manager he is, I think he would have been aiming for the title. No, but that's Vigala. All I said was what Man United. What Van Gaal's priority from the board would have been is to get top four, right? Minimum yeah. to get back to Champions League. And where is he currently? You're fourth. So at the moment, you know, it's really it's really not as bad as everyone's making it out to be. Yeah, after yeah. winning five out of twelve games. Yes. Yeah, look, yeah, this is when you've been so inconsistent. United will hit consistency at some point in the season. I do believe that. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, let's leave this for a, a separate pod. I think this could make up a good hour in itself. <laughs> <laughs> so if we put this focus back on the game again. So if we're talking about um, like you know, there's controversy as well. Uh, Wilshere should have been sent off for pushing his head into Fellaini. Um, he was quite lucky. Um, or so, or he's lucky to stay on the pitch, but again, he's unlucky because we just found out he's injured again. But <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jack's back in the wheelchair. Yeah, no, but look, I, I've got to say something. Like Jack Wheelchair as a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Wheelchair as a player. <laughs> he's, he's a new hard, he's a new Arsenal hard man, isn't he? This is what I was about to go on to. Like, who does this guy think he is? He's squaring up to Manuel Fellaini and all these like big players. You know, look at me. I'm, you know, I'm Jack. I'm a, you know, I'm a bulldozer. All you got to do is kick him in the ankle, and he's out for five weeks. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just, it just annoys me with how he reacted because that side of his game, he's going to have to curb that, especially if he ends up playing defensive midfielder for England. Yeah, he won't survive doing that. He was a lucky boy because that 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 was a red card. It was right in front of the referee's nose. United were unlucky there. Mm. You know, because all, all he could have done, he could have. If I think if Fellaini had gone down, he would have been sent off. There you go. Well, for me, I, I've always said it. The only reason he's playing that defensive mid position is because he's not good enough to play it. The attack, the offensive position. Playing the offensive oh, position, wasn't he against you? And was and he, he effective enough? Well, he had, he got through one on one, and what did he do? He got through. What did he do? Well, the Haya pulled off a save because he put it in the wrong corner. Put it in the I'm wrong sorry. corner. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you got to be clinical in those situations. He's not fair enough by age. He's young, but in terms of football, footballing experience, he's not young at all. No, he's not. I agree. I'm with sorry. You. I'm sorry. You you have to do better. And your word, um, your word there, Tommy, clinical. I think that's the one word that sums up Arsenal's game against you because they cause they just don't lack any like clinical. You know their strikers aren't clinical. Danny Wilber, I mean Van Hal taunted him before the game, saying, "You know you'll never be more than a bench player. <laughs> you know like <laughs> you're not you're not a pure finisher. You know and." He didn't do anything to prove him wrong that game. He made some great runs. Danny Welbeck's always been full of great runs. He's got good energy, but he's not He's not going to get you 20 goals in the Premier League a season. You know? Yeah, and I, and I, 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 I think he's going to If Alexis Sanchez isn't getting their goals, where are they coming from at the moment? Well, that is a problem, isn't it? I mean, and that's another, another subtopic we can move on to is... How much time has Wenger got? You know, like the players don't seem to be turning up for him when he needs when he needs them. Well, it's interesting you say that because Mikel Arteta today, Timmy was telling me this earlier, actually come out and he thinks that that's the best Arsenal have played this season against Arsenal. <laughs> against them, you know. 
you know. And whilst it's, it's a funny one to look at, because for the first half, they did play very, very well. Yeah, but then again, you look at the Arsenal performance against United, and you think, yes, we've seen this before. Yes, you've come out in the Emirates and you've attacked teams. You've really given it to teams. But yeah. in the end, it's just back to that one word. Clinical. Yeah. Because mm. we, we, saw, we saw them do this against Bayern in the Champions yeah, League last season. Yeah. We did. But then again, it's that same word. Clinical. Sorry, Arsenal fans, you're probably going to get tired of us saying this, but... You're not clinical. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not clinical. Yeah. That's what it is. But the problem as well is, is that their record against just Chelsea United, you know, they've played Chelsea United the last 30 times they've played Chelsea United. you know how many times they've got a win against either of us? About twice. Have a guess. Twice, Tom? Four times. Three times. Three times. Is that you each know. or just in general? In general. That's just combined. It's combined, yeah. Arsene Wenger, I don't know, I think you two might get onto me for what I'm about to say. Arsene Wenger is not a top class manager anymore. No. I would not put him in a world, I would not put him in a bracket with the likes of Jose Marino, Diego Simeone, you know, a Van Howe, you know, Ancelotti. Ancelotti. You wouldn't put him there because he's he's got nothing to, he's got one way of doing things at a football club when it comes to, you know, how they perform on the pitch. He's got nothing else. Well, I heard an interesting uh, thing earlier. I can't remember. Was it about Giroud? He didn't get selected or registered in time. No, he played. He scored. No, no, not not in that game. In uh, an upcoming, I think it was the Champions League game. I'll have, have to check that and get back to you because I, I know that he didn't register a player because they, he, he thought he'd be out and there was a lot of controversy because he, it was part it would be his responsibility. Well, look, Arsene Wenger, he needs to be a big man now and just accept that he can't get Arsenal back to the glory days. He needs to walk I, away. You know, from... I, I think you know. I, I don't think they should sack him right it's now. I him. think, I think, wait, 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 let me finish. <laughs> I, I don't think they should sack him right now because one thing Arsene Wenger will guarantee is the fourth place. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, they should just wait until the end of the season, let him get them the fourth place and then just, you know, throw him an end of season party and then just call yeah. it quick. Like just. I, Say so you've done your part for us. Well, going forward for the club, you can't lead us any further. And, Timmy, you know, bring in someone like Klopp. Timmy, you can't base it on a guarantee that like, you think it's guaranteed that he'll get you, that Arsenal will end top four. You know, everyone thinks every year that Man United were guaranteed to get top four. And it didn't right, happen. Okay, fair, no, fair, I, enough, fair, I, fair enough. But I just don't think they should sack him right now. Like, just wait till the end of the I'll season. I'll never sack him. Throw, he throw, needs throw, to throw, throw him an end of season <laughs> party and just say bye. Like, it's, you know, thank you for everything you've done. Can I, can I, but going forward, if we want to be a top club <laughs> that can actually play in the Champions League and win it, Wenger, I'm sorry, you've got to go. Bye. Going go on to the Champions League, This is, I've, just, I've just found out what it was. Uh, and uh, Giroud will miss the Dortmund game because cause, because he wasn't expected back until January. Arsene Wenger didn't register him. 
So although he's, <laughs> although he's fit, he can't play. He's got to sit it out. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So. Oh dear. Look, I, I, I disagree. I think if Arsenal could go out, I mean, we, we've spoken about him being like possibly Liverpool going after him, but if Arsenal could get Jurgen Klopp now, if they were set, if Jurgen Klopp said, "Look, if you want me, you have me now, not at the end of the season," do you think Arsenal would do it? No. But do you think Arsene Wenger should see it as better for the club and do it? <laughs> when does Arsenal Wenger ever see things like that? He's a very stubborn man. Yes, he is. Well, Arsenal, Arsenal are uh, performing. Oh, he's so. I'm not even an Arsenal fan. I, I you know, I mean, it frustrates me. I can't imagine how they must feel. That's interesting. I mean, do, do you both reckon that he'll be there come the end of the season? A lot of people, you know, it's a question everyone's asking, and it's a, yes. a topic that a lot of Arsenal fans have uh, had. Mixed opinions about. Whilst I think he should he should leave. I do believe he should leave, but he should leave only once they've got a manager lined up. Though, with that said, mm. yeah, agreed. I, I if I was Gazidis, I think that's their chairman's name. Yeah. If I was him, I'll be talking. I'll have Klopp on the phone right now, and I'll be negotiating a deal <laughs> in private. That that's yeah. me. That's yeah. Me. Uh, Thing is though, where, where would Benga go on to? No, I, I well, go back I, to Joe Fleming in France, like maybe Monaco. Or, yeah. Well, I, I, I think he should just take the France job if it became available. Mm. End his career on on the national front. I think you need to sort of maybe think about either resigning. I mean, he just signed a contract, hasn't he, this year? But probably resigning because his, his reputation just seems to be. I think people are just getting fed up with him. I think he should just sit back and maybe just remember the good times. <laughs> it's just bizarre. I mean, he, he, he sells for Marlon and doesn't replace him with a centre back. Oh, see, he thought he had Monreal, so. Monreal yeah. can't bloody play pub football, let alone play centre back for a team like Arsenal when they're in the Champions League. I'd rather put you in defence, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> put your spider legs in there. But it doesn't happen. <laughs> Uh, well, we wrap this one up then. I th- you know, I think it's again, it's a question of ifs and buts, and however Arsenal, you know, hopefully. I think, I think we're going to have to do a part two of this. I, I think yeah. the fans are going to want more. I think we're going yeah. to have to have a review later on and see how far they've <laughs> how far they've come. Yeah. So. <laughs> Don't worry, offside uh, chat fans, we'll we'll do a review. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Get some fans on for it as well, actually. Yeah. Maybe we should get United and an Arsenal fan on and we can debate it all together. Yeah, they need a Liverpool one as well for uh, you know, Brendan Rodgers' uh, problems at the moment. Yeah, maybe. Or, or even if you want us to debate your club, just send us a tweet at Offside Chat. Let's do it. Very good. All right, then. Well, thanks for the discussion, boys, as always, uh, with Offside Chat, boys. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, if you go to www.offsidechat.com, you can find all of our links to social media and our email address. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.